0: Hey friends, this is Carla. I want to personally invite you into real conversations about living wholehearted and finding freedom, joy and true peace. I'm the founder of Bochy's Place, an organization that provides safe homes and rehabilitation for women who've been rescued from human trafficking. My heart is to see you walk in freedom and discover that everything you need is already within you. If you feel alone in what you're going through and you need a counselor, mentor, or maybe just a friend, that's exactly what this podcast is for. Welcome to The Conversation. Are you someone who, at this very moment, is gripped with fear in no matter what area of your life that is making you feel like you're struggling with depression or anxiety and you cannot figure out how in the world... To move past these points in your life. There is so much to be discussed about this subject. And I believe that through this time together. That we can uncover some of the lies that keep us in fear. Which obviously leads to depression and anxiety. And I have my friend Dara here with me. And Dara, we are going to unpack this.
1: I'm so ready.
0: Yes, so Dara is here with me and... Um, Dara's a very good friend of mine who has walked with me through a ton and I've walked with her through a ton and we have firsthand experience about the reality of fear. Yeah. And I feel like we have as women, even men listening, fear is, you know, somebody called it false evidence appearing real. Yeah. That's what fear stands for. Um, and, you know, uh, Beth Moore, if anybody knows who Beth Moore is, she's a phenomenal teacher. Um, but she called anxiety having an IV attached to your vein slow-dripping fear. Dang. Isn't that crazy? So good. that's what anxiety is. It's fear slow-dripping into your veins. So there's a word picture for you.
1: It's really good. Um, so I wanted to talk about something uh, and... You know, I bring things up to Carla all the time, and then I get to be the guinea pig, so I'm winning either (laughs) way. Um, But I want to talk about this. I, as of late, um, now, I don't know what panic attacks feel like, but um, I'm navigating something in my life right now, and all I can say is this overwhelming sense of, like, the bottom dropping out, we're actually a physical symptom of feeling anxiety. Mm -hmm. And um, it it has been overwhelming at times. Um, There are some specific things that the Holy Spirit's really been revealing to me. Uh, but we've been walking through that together. Will you let's let's talk about what you do in those moments, like spiritually, practically, all the things.
0: Well, you know, back in the day before I actually was given the when I would say given, I mean I I kind of went and looked and searched out and found the tools. You know, for me, Dara, as you know, because you know we've spent a lot of time talking together. I am an absolute root dweller. Mm. Like for me, I don't want to know, I don't care about the fruit. I want to know how do I get to the root because I know that if I change the root, the fruit will change, right? Right. And so to speak to that, let me start with an analogy that if you're listening to this or ever heard anything that I've ever said, you might've heard me talk about the banana tree and the apple tree. And what I want to explain to people listening right now who probably have never heard that before is this, that you have a banana tree and you have an apple tree. And typically you look at a tree and you go, oh, look, a banana tree. And somebody might say, well, how do you know that's a banana? And Dara, I would ask you, how do you know that's a banana tree?
1: That's bananas. (laughs) It's not apples. Because it's got bananas (laughs)
0: hanging off a bit. It's not so hard it's that not hard it. I know so if you you know and my analogy was you know we walk up to that banana tree and we say in the name of Jesus we're going to declare that that banana tree is going to turn into an apple tree and you can declare that thing and you can pray over it and you can scream at it and you can you know disgrace it and you can honor it and you can go through every emotion that banana tree will never turn into an apple tree
1: yeah
0: so I wonder how we do that with our family yeah, I wonder how we do that with our spouses, with our friends, with our jobs, with ourselves. That we think that if I can just change, if I can just scream at that thing, I can take the uh, the fruit of it and make it something totally different. And you cannot. You have to uproot the roots of that tree yeah. and plant an apple tree. And when you plant an apple tree, guess what you're going to get? Yeah, apples. Right? Yeah. So that to me is the very basis of the conversation of how do we begin to identify where this is coming from. When you look at a panic attack, and I'll explain that to you because I've had plenty of them, everybody experiences panic attacks differently. And throughout all of the podcasts that we're gonna be doing and all of the conversations we're gonna be having, and even inside our healing um, retreats that we're gonna be hosting, I'm gonna show you from a cellular level how those panic attacks happen From the very, from the mind, the thoughts, the emotions that release into the hormones, that the hormones, it's like a, it's like a compiling effect, right? But because that's, I had to find out some, some people produce panic attacks by sweating. Some people like profusely sweating like that really nervous pit in your stomach. Some have panic attacks by like, I can't breathe. Like you're shaking and you cannot breathe and you feel dizzy and you feel like you're, you know, literally you cannot breathe. Some people have like a really tight sensation in their stomach. And, and it's like all of a sudden, Derry, remember that feeling? You might have never felt this. I don't know if anybody listening has felt this. When your jeans are too tight for a long time.
1: I mean, who has not <laughs> felt that? It's when, called Thanksgiving.
0: Let's when your jeans are too tight for too long. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I've spent the majority of my life like that. No, But you know that? cramping in your stomach that's another sense of an anxiety attack there's so many different ways it manifests but what i don't want people to ever believe is that it's not real because it is absolutely real inside your body hormones are being released and they are causing your body to react in such a way yeah which i want to talk about
1: it's really good um, okay, so give us, let's talk about practical tools. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to start um, and then I'll toss the ball to you. Yeah, sure. Um, I heard uh, Bill Johnson's son, Brian Johnson, talk about, Phenomenal. I know, so good, talk about overcoming fear and anxiety. Uh-huh. And he said that in this season of his life, the only thing that would help him was vertical praise. That's right. And so as we're having these conversations, um, basically music is who I am. Worship is what I do. Um, and so there is going to always be a music component from my perspective. That's
0: Dara McLean, by the way, go to any outlet and Google her because you want to listen to that voice.
1: Okay. Just a little plug for you right there. Go ahead. Thank you for loving me in my life. Um, no, but, but it's a tool, it's a weapon, you know, and, um, i'm so thankful we know about walls of jericho we know that when we praise around things that things have to shift and change and it is so much easier to tell somebody that and it is completely different to do it um but a tool for me is i actually went to you know spotify whatever your music curated curated platform is and i made a songs for the season playlist so good and before i I put my feet on the ground or went to go fix a to-do list or even have a conversation with someone that's maybe bringing stress into my life or let my mind begin to go to the races. Uh, The Lord was like, I want you to focus and center through worship and the power of worship, which is literally just like thanking God for his goodness, his faithfulness, his character. And when you start in that place of like praise, Thanksgiving, worship, I'm telling you, I don't know what happens, but half of the voices or almost all of the voices get silenced. Mm -hmm. Then you're, you're able, you're left with the few things where the Holy spirit's like, now I want to take your hand. Mm -hmm. Let's get to the root of that guy. Cause all these other things didn't even exist. It was like Oz. That's right. Um, so uh, a song that I'm loving right now, um, that I, everybody should go listen to. It's called praise the name. It's by Corey Voss. Let me, let me read this. The bridge says fear and depression, shame and confusion. You have to bow. You have to bow. All lesser things that demand my attention, you have to bow. And I just think this is a key. So I wanted to talk about it.
0: I will tell you, you know, one of the days, and thank God I'm not in the restaurant business anymore, but in the restaurant business, I'm ashamed to say this now, I'll admit it. I, I don't know if anybody's ever poured a soda in a glass really fast and the foam like the actual foam begins to increase right mm-hmm. um the quickest way to decrease to to get rid of that foam that the coke when you're pouring a coke it shh, the fizz comes up yeah is to put your finger in it because there's little oils in your finger that break apart that all weird. the weird fizz okay <laughs> unfortunately there was a day when i did that to all the drinks when we were slammed
1: oh i would like just
0: go ding 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 ding, 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 ding and just like and they would just start fizzing because you could fill it back up quick and get it to the table okay, okay. I'm not, I'm not proud of that moment. But anyway, that was back in the day. That's what I see worship that does. That's what worship does. It's good. Anxiety and fear is nothing, but it's like foam. It's like carbonated foam. It's like, um, it's just there. It's part of, listen, when you're experiencing fear and anxiety, it's a hormone that's been released in your body. That's putting you in a fight or flight mode in order to get away from that as quick as possible. When I say worship, we're going to explain what worship is because sometimes people go, but I don't even know what worship is. How do you do that? But let me just talk about the core of it first. What worship does is it separates the foam. It separates the clouds. It is an instant way of bringing kingdom to your earth, the kingdom of heaven down to your earth. If you're a believer or if you're not a believer, it doesn't matter. It still works. Yeah, good. When, you're, when you are crying out, because we know as believers that Jesus, the name of Jesus, will cast out and break apart and dispel any energy around you or any anything that's that's holding you captive. Anything that your forgive your unforgiveness, your fear, your the hurt and pain of somebody betraying you. The name of Jesus will cancel it out. To have worship around you when you're in that moment of fear or in a grip, like that gripping fear. When you have that there, that in itself will begin to break that apart. It literally shakes up the environment and it breaks it apart. And then, it's just like if you were um, having an anxiety attack. Anybody who knows that, if you put oxygen mask on your face, you can breathe in and out, in and out. They say, breathe, just breathe, right? Yeah. That the breathing is—it's like breathing in the presence of God, breathing out the spirit of fear. Now, I will tell you that. A lot of times, all the time, when we are focused on fear, I want to pull my notes out here because I want to share this with you. Um, fear is a hyper focus on the situation, and I'm going to look at my notes because I'm actually going to be teaching this on a YouTube, um, on my YouTube channel where I'm showing and I'm actually drawing this out on a whiteboard. So you got to stay tuned and look for that coming soon. But um, it literally is a hyper focus. It's a narrowed down focus of something in your outer world when when you believe that all you can do it the only problem that you have is the focus of what you're focusing on that begins to release a series of hormones that start with adrenaline go to quarters i mean i can i'm not going to go through all of them now but they release into your system and they begin to make you feel like it's time to fight or flight that's a whole nother conversation for another podcast but i will tell you that there's a, there is an actual hormonal thing happening in your body that makes it super real. So when somebody tells you, just stop thinking about it. Well, there's truth to that, but at the same time, there are steps to get you out of that. You have to retrain the mem- the cellular part of your mind begins to be deteriorated whenever you're constantly in that place of fear. So in order to reverse that and put in technical things to re to rebuild those places of your mind, there are steps that you have to take. And I want to share those steps with you in a minute. Um, and, but you know what? I'm going to share them right now because we're here now. I'm going to share the top three meditation. Yeah. Which if you're a believer, so many people think, Oh, if you're a believer, you can't meditate. That's so new agey. No meditation is nothing but sitting silent in a very quiet place. With no distractions, turn your cell phone off, turn your TV off, turn your radio, turn your everything off, sit in a quiet place, even if it's in your closet, and just sit there and be still and breathe in. When you breathe in, you breathe in the truth of who God is in your life, the truth of how you're loved, the truth of how you're adored, the truth of how free you are, how blessed you are, your gratitude list. You breathe out the things that you're stressed about. That's meditation. You can go to YouTube and just type in Christian meditation or meditation. It's everywhere. You can learn how to do that. Number two is relaxation. Actually, putting something into your life that makes you relax. Is that watching a Netflix movie that's not, you know, scary and, and tense? Is it going for a walk? Is it going on a trip? Whatever that is. The third one is a gratitude list that you recite out loud every day and every night. Those are some very classic steps that you want to put into your daily activity in order to begin to decrease the levels of fear and anxiety in your life. And that's a very generic topic. I want to spend a whole podcast talking exactly about this. But that's the very generic part of it.
1: It's really, really good. Um, A friend of mine was talking to me about um, actually something that that the Jewish people believe Mm -hmm. is that when you're breathing in, Um, Yahweh, if you were to break that down, it actually means like you're breathing in God. That's right. Um, Because if you're a believer, if you're a Christian, you were created in the image of God. Right. So you can actually stop and center yourself back onto the, to who you actually really are in Christ. Which is a spirit, soul, body, being. And anytime we're experiencing um, fear, anxiety, or that overwhelming actual manifestation of those things... It is because we are out of alignment of our truest self. Right. And so what's so beautiful is I have friends now. I mean, everybody's talking to me about this now where they're saying there are multiple times throughout the day where I stop and recenter yes. on Yahweh. That's on, right. You know, and, and, uh, you know, the other piece of this is, um, not to take 20 scriptures, right. But to take one, one. that's right. And thinking about Philippians 4, it says, fix your mind on these things. That's good. Lovely, pure, acceptable, full of truth, virtue, praiseworthy. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's where your thankfulness list goes to. But I'm telling you, even if it's 20 times a day, this is like a a banner over my life. It's like a blanket over my mind. And it is absolutely the launching pad for not um, partnering with and attempted the enemy to get me stuck in this ditch. And two, there was something that you've said, you know, when we uproot something, I think we're all walking around. Well, I will say this. I don't think a lot of us know that there's crap that we need to uproot. So that's why we have the Holy Spirit. So once, as you have said, take an ax to the root, once we go to the root, not the fruit, that's awesome. Okay, Holy Spirit, we identified that childhood memory, that specific thing, we went all the way back to the root. But if we just uproot it, and then we go go from there. We're gonna have a gaping hole. That's right. We're supposed to uproot and replace. That's correct. So what are we replacing it with?
0: We're replacing it with truth and identity, and that's that's a whole. Uh, it's very very important that we go to truth and identity. And let me speak into something really quick. When you when we talked about uh, going after the root, I, I want people to hear me say this because I feel like this is our as human beings, our number one stumbling block is that we are so hyper-focused on our spouse, on our kids. Yeah, The problem, my kid is a pain in the butt. He's, he or she is in so much trouble all the time. I'm constantly getting a call from the school or my spouse drives me crazy. We can't seem to get along. We're always fighting. If he would just Or if they would just, or I hate my job. And when I get a better job, I'm not going to be as stressed out. When I get a new husband, I won't be as stressed out. But here's the thing I want to say. None of that is true ever. I always want people to understand when I say this. It's not going to be when you get a new job, you'll be happy. Or when you get your marriage better, you'll be happy. You need to be happy first. Get yourself full of joy. Get yourself into a place of uh, contentment and happiness right where you're at right now in the middle of this storm. When you do that, then things will start to change. But we have been conditioned to believe that when things change, then we'll be happy. That is, I'm telling you right now, Dara, that whole idea is an absolute grip hold to the product of fear and anxiety and depression.
1: It's so... Good. You know, Carla, I do not want to have peace based on my circumstances. That is not real peace. That's a lie. That's right. But the Bible talks about a peace that passes understanding, which means shalom. And the the breakdown of that word means nothing missing. That's right. Nothing broken. The goal is... no matter what's going on around you, you have inner peace. That's correct. So that's what we're talking about. Guys, we just want to say thank you so much for hanging out with us. Carla, yeah. I love you so much. I, I love, love learning you from you and having conversations with you. Um, friends, for more information or any information on events and resources, please go to carlashellis.com. And always, if you or anyone you know is in any form of abusive situation, we want you to make sure to go to carlashelis.com help.
0: Yes, and let me tell you guys, I want you to remember this forever and always. Remember that you already have everything that you need within you.